Super Talk Mississippi media production. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Good afternoon, everyone, from the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg. I'm Kelly Sander, along with the producer-engineer Dalton Stanford. It was Eric Carmen, the lead singer of the Raspberries, that had a number one song called All By Myself. I think that was back in the, <laughs> in the 70s. Well, that's apropos today. Flying the plane solo today. Dalton in the co-pilot's uh, seat as Bob Getty and Luke Johnson are off today, but man, what a show we've got planned for you. We're going to be talking momentarily with Elliot Pratt, the Springfield, Tennessee native, is a writer for the Bowling Green Daily News and covers the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, who will host Southern Miss tomorrow in Conference USA basketball play. Elliot Pratt will join us. Later on, we'll be talking with Tay Hardy, the outstanding point guard for the Pearl River Community College basketball Wildcats. Pearl River, the, the only remaining undefeated basketball team in the nation in junior college basketball. Tay Hardy verbally committed to Southern Miss yesterday, so we will be talking with the Ellenwood, Georgia native Tay Hardy a little bit later on. And then former Southern Miss great pitcher J.C. Keyes, a member of the Greenville Reds last year. He is leaving for spring training next week. J.C. Keyes will join us about a week here prior to the Southern Miss opener next weekend. And in our final segment today, Delta State football coach Todd Cooley being commended today for some comments that he had signing day regarding one of the most talked about subjects in college football today. This is a Southern Miss show, but I think you'll find Delta State coach Todd Cooley's comments about one aspect of the state of college football. Very interesting. This segment brought to you by our friends at Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Dickie's Barbecue, you can leave the cooking to them, whether you're headed to the softball opener this weekend for Southern Miss or the baseball opener next week. Call ahead. They can cater small group, large group, whatever. There is a charge for their for their great fall-off-the-bone meat that is uh, cooked in-house every day, but there's never a charge for a good whiff as you drive by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Joining us on the Super Talk Mississippi hotline now is Elliot Pratt, a native of Springfield, Tennessee. He writes for the Bowling Green Daily News, covering his alma mater, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers, who had a big win last night over Louisiana Tech, 65-54, to and the Hilltoppers lay in wait as the Eagles will go flying into Bowling Green tomorrow night for a 6-30 contest. Elliot Pratt, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. You know, for you to be flying solo today, this is a lot of pressure on me to sort of set the tone for your show, so let's hope this goes well. Oh, man, you're going to be great. Nobody covers Western <laughs> Kentucky and, and knows the Hilltoppers like you do, but but even even the way you cover Western Kentucky, the win last night, was it as big a surprise of the win or the way that the Hilltoppers beat La Tech last night? Uh, let's go with both. <laughs> okay. I was having conversations with people uh, before the game, they're like, you know, this is Louisiana Tech's best team in the conference, arguably, and Western kind of limped into this one. They lost two games down at Florida Atlantic and FIU and really just played five guys just because the, the roster, the lineup right now is just really depleted with injury and you know, one of their players ineligible they've had to deal with all year. So if you'd asked me going into it last night, what do they they have a chance? Like, no, Louisiana Tech's too deep and they're too good, and uh, 
I know it's a return home. Whenever Western plays at home, there's nothing quite like it. They're 10-1 and one there this year. But I didn't think that they could do it because I didn't think that, you know, five of them were, were going to be able to play that well. But then they had their sixth man, Cameron Justice, who is in and out with a bulging disc in his back. I mean, it's literally if he wakes up and feels good, he can go. Um, if he doesn't feel good, then he's out. And it's a day-to-day thing with him. But they had him, and he scored. And uh, just having his body out there is huge for them. And uh, so last night with six guys, for the most part, Western came out and shut down Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech, you know, defensively, they played really well. And then they all made shots, shot 64% the first half, and uh, led by 20 at one point, and it was never really close after that. So very surprised at how they won and that they did win. They're sitting pretty good right now. Well, depending on where you stand politically, uh, Democrats might not have felt this past week nationally that justice had been served. But last night, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, Hilltoppers <laughs> served some justice on Louisiana Tech. A big win against a team, a formidable team, according to the Massey ratings, the top-ranked team. It was Louisiana Tech. So, man, it, it seems like the last couple weeks or so for the Hilltoppers, it's been feast or famine. I mean, Louisiana Tech's the top-rated team in the conference when you look at the net ratings, which are the ones that, that really matter that the NCAA uses. And then a lot of people use the, the Ken Palm rating system. I use that a lot. and They are. They're the first, they're the highest-ranked team there. Western's third. So they're not too far behind, but there was some separation there. And, yeah, um, the Louisiana Tech came in, you know, had, a, had a good winning streak, one of their only losses to North Texas. And it was one of those you know, last-second shot deals. So this is a team that was really deep. I mean, you got to think like Caleb Ledoux's their second leading scorer. He's coming off the bench, and their big guy is shooting 80%. One of the best defenses in Conference USA. So I really thought Louisiana Tech was going to come in and do that. But the Western goes out and makes some shots, and then they, they're really good at this 1-2-2 press um, that they like to do because that's, their guard lineup is, is good at doing that. And if they can sit in it, they're doing pretty well. And then last night they rose to really shut them down defensively. Uh, but the free throw line, Western, I think they were 19 of 23, and Louisiana Tech attempted only four uh, free throws. And that's kind of just been the trend for Western overall, shooting a lot of free throws like that. But, uh, you know, I thought Louisiana Tech was and still is a really good basketball team. Just one of those nights where Western was really on, they were well-rested, and, uh, yeah, it was never really in doubt in the second half either. I think they cut it to 10 at one point. But Western did a really good job playing defense, running clock, and just really got out of there with a win. And if anybody knows Southern Miss, it would be Rick Stansberry, who for a long time was the coach at Mississippi State. So I'm sure he's kept uh, very much up to date, as if he wouldn't have anyway, being a coach in, in Conference USA. But the win for the Hilltoppers puts them 15-8 and eight overall, 8-3 eight and three in Conference USA. The Eagles go in there tomorrow 7-17, 3-8. Overall, the Eagles have been victimized by l- large runs that other teams will go on. They actually led last night uh, at Marshall with about 11 minutes left to go in the game. The Eagles uh, gained the lead for the first time and then got you know, victimized by seemingly every game. A team will go on a 13-0 run or a 16-3 run, something like that. And the Eagles' uh, lack of overall depth, which Eagle fans knew that was going to be an issue this year in Jay Ladner's uh, first year. But uh, they were in it. The Eagles The Eagles seem to hang, Elliot, with every team at halftime. It's a two- or three-point spread either way. And then uh, other teams seem to get into the Eagles' legs, you know, late in the games when, um, when Southern is not very deep. But it sounds like right now you guys aren't very deep either up there at Western Kentucky. 
No, they're really not. So the way that all started, they, the Kenny Cooper was a guy that they thought they would have eligible before the season started. He was a transfer point guard from Lipscomb University. Lipscomb was in the NIT final last year. So, I mean, uh, he's, a, he's a veteran point guard, and they really were banking on him being eligible. But by the time November, December rolled around, and then the ruling came down from the NCAA in December that he would not be eligible. So that's one of your guys that's already not there that you've been practicing with and planning to have all season. And then against Arkansas on December 7th, Charles Bassey, who, you know, arguably is the best player in Conference USA going into it, you know, pulled out of the NBA draft last year, last minute, last second, really. I remember all of our fans being uh, up and on Twitter 11 o'clock at midnight waiting for the NBA deadline on Bassey, but he is coming back. And, you know, right there, if you have those two, you know, Western is, they were already the favorite to win the conference, but then they were going to have depth and options if you had those two. Well, you never had a kitty this year. You never got eligible. And then Charles goes down, and that changes the entire identity of your team. You're, you're a very guard-heavy team. The guys and that you're forwards that you've asked to do certain things at the guard spot a little further from the basket, you're asking them to get a little closer and sort of change their game. Add to the mix Cameron Justice, who's a transfer graduate senior, transferred from Vanderbilt and IUPUI, the Kentucky guy to one of the guys that Rick Stansbury really wants on the floor just for his, he uses the word cerebralness just because he's just smart. He's an older, he's a veteran guy. Cameron starts getting hurt, and his back is, like we talked about earlier, earlier just day in and day out. So he's missed a total of about four, three and a half or four games, and just that difference, whenever you lose, that's like 66% of the guys that you thought you have. And that makes a difference. And the rest of their bench is just young and inexperienced, and, you know, they're guys that you would be going to last on the bench, but now they're your only option. So you need contributions however you can get them. You've got to find different ways to let your starting five rest, get something out there from them, and if at any point those five guys are off, you're in trouble because you just you don't have anything else. You don't have any options. And you so talk about sort of a, you talk about Cameron Justice being cerebral. If he went to Vanderbilt, he's got to have a little above the shoulders. That's for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah. You, you don't yeah. get into Vanderbilt being a dummy. But tomorrow night, again, the Eagles go into Bowling Green to take on Western Kentucky. That's a 6.30 start, our time, 6.30 p.m. John Cox will have the call on the Golden Eagle Network. You can follow Elliot Pratt. On Twitter at EPRATBGDN. That stands for the Bowling Green Daily News. EPRAT. Pratt with two T's. BGDN. Elliot, thanks for your contribution, man. Great insight, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. All righty. Hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks. All right. Elliot Pratt of the Bowling Green Daily News. When we come back, Pearl River basketball guard Tay Hardy, who has verbally committed to Southern Miss, he's next on the Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. From the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, Kelly Sander with you on this sunny but cool Friday afternoon in the Hattiesburg area. 
Luke Johnson and Bob Getty off today, but they'll be back with us on Monday. Lots of sports uh, Southern Miss related going on this weekend. Still to come. In this half hour, or this hour actually, J.C. Keyes, former baseball player for Southern Miss, a week before the opener, uh, he'll be taking off for spring training next week. J.C. Keyes will be joining us. And also, uh, Tay Hardy from Ellenwood, Georgia, the point guard from uh, Pearl River Community College, will be joining us as well. He verbally committed to the Eagles yesterday. Some interesting comments from Delta State football coach Todd Cooley is getting him praises of what he said at signing day the other day regarding the state of recruiting in college football. Had some very candid things to say that a lot of people are applauding him for. We'll have an excerpt of what he had to say and uh, give our spin on it a little bit later on. But while we have a chance, let's go over the schedule uh, for what's going on sports-wise for the Eagles this weekend. We mentioned the guys' basketball team playing at Western Kentucky tomorrow night at 6.30. And as you know, in Conference USA, when the men are somewhere the women play the same team but at home and the Lady Eagles will be playing Western Kentucky tomorrow at four o'clock that's a four o'clock start at Reed Green Coliseum the Lady Eagles against the Lady Hilltoppers Southern Miss 11 and 10 overall but uh, alas and alack just three and seven in conference play in fact the Lady Eagles after getting off to that quick start have lost six games in a row so Kay James and the Lady Eagles Kay James listen to me I'm Going back in time again, uh, Joy Lee McNellis and the women trying to get back on the winning track after losing six in a row. The tennis teams in action this weekend, both the women and the men, will be facing Delta State tomorrow. And then the men will take on UAB on Sunday. The women just play tomorrow against Delta State, as do the men. But then the men will uh, entertain the Blazers on Sunday as USM Tennis gets underway for the spring, and so too the men's golf team. The men's golf team will be at the Mobile Authority Intercollegiate. That is in Mobile. After their uh, fall season, they're ready to get underway, and uh, supposed to be a little bit warmer and uh, nice down in the Mobile area, although the winds will be wreaking havoc, so good luck to the Golden Eagle golf team at the Mobile Authority Intercollegiate. One week away from the baseball opener, and next week, by the way, We're going to be having two remotes. On Wednesday, we're going to be at 4th Street Bar and Grill, who will sponsor the next segment of the Eagle Hour. And also, on Friday, I think we will be at um, uh, Fuzzy's Tacos. That'll be next week prior to the baseball opener. So lots of things going on next week. We'll be live on location. The softball team, the Lady Eagle softball team, begins the season tonight. The opener is tonight against Mississippi Valley. That is a 6.30 start. St. Louis and Mississippi Valley are both in town for softball games. Mississippi Valley versus the Lady Eagles tonight at 6.30. That's the official opener. And then uh, tomorrow afternoon... St. Louis will provide the opposition at 2.30. Then on Sunday, a rare doubleheader with two different teams. It's it's not unusual necessarily that they have doubleheaders, but with two different teams. 10.30 in the morning, St. Louis will provide the opposition to the Lady Eagles softball team. And then at 12.30 right after that, Mississippi Valley will play. So that kind of gets you up to date on uh, all of the schedules going on this weekend. Of course, then baseball next week gets underway and we'll be certainly, we'll have that covered probably more than you would even want it covered uh, next week on our show. And J.C. Keys of the Greenville Reds 
will be joining us momentarily. J.C. pitched for the Greenville Reds last year in the Appalachian League. He pitched 14 in the third innings. He struck out 21 in those 14 in the third innings and walked just seven. And, of course, you always want that 3-to-1 ratio. That's a perfect ratio. 3-to-1, um, 2-to-1 is good, but 3-to-1 is, is where you really want it. And he had a 3.77 earn run average. J.C. Keys, former uh, Oak Grove standout, and then, of course, played for the Golden Eagles and drafted by the Cincinnati Reds. He is leaving for spring training next week. And as we go to our Super Talk Mississippi hotline, J.C. Keys joins us. Joseph Charles, as I call him. Glad to have you on the show, man. You doing okay? I'm good. All right. Tell us what your schedule is next weekend, man, and what are the Reds telling you as to where you're going to be going and what you're going to be doing? Um, next week, I'll just be finishing up in Hattiesburg. I'll leave out uh, Friday. I'll be able to catch a little bit of the Southern Miss game, but i got to fly out uh, later that, that night. And what do, um, what do they tell you, J.C., as to you know where you're going to be and what they expect from you and whatnot? So uh, I'll go out to spring training for about a month, month and a half, and then they'll tell me uh, – which affiliate I'll go to, and then hopefully, hopefully I can start out. Probably, I mean, I'll probably start out in Dayton, Ohio, and Loe. Dayton, Ohio, which is which that's uh, kind of uh, cool in the in the mi- cool literally and figuratively in the upper Midwest. And did we lose JC? I believe so. Give me just a second. Okay, we'll get back. we're going to try to to pick him up again. It's good though and kind of cool that he will get to take in some of the Southern Miss opener before he leaves. And you see what playing in a program like that does when guys want to actually be able to take in some of that action before they leave. But with Greenville last year in the Appalachian League, he performed well. But it it changes the whole perspective of the way you approach the game when you go from high school to college and then college you know into into the pros when you're you know getting paid so to speak to to play so uh, JC Keys has that unique perspective and was on some of the those Oak Grove teams in high school that had some of the most uh, talented players overall to come through Oak Grove in fact the last state championship that Oak Grove won was 2014 and uh, Keys was a member of that team and I think we've got him back on the uh, Super Talk Mississippi right. uh, hotline again okay JC again what uh, you'll go to spring training and they'll but you don't know at this point exactly where you're going to be, and how does all that work? Uh, I guess it's just basically to determine on how, like, they see how you did in, like, the short season and um, based off your, your health and where you can go for the next season. And I want to ask you, we talked a little bit about you prepping at Oak Grove. So you go from high school to college, then college to pro. From the transition from which level to which level – was the most difficult for you and why? Was it high school to college or college to pro? Uh, I would have to say high school to college because you're leaving your family, you know, you're going out, by, just being by yourself for the first time and just being around a different group of guys and trying to learn how they they work and um, whole new coaching staff is the big thing. And the transition from college to pro, I mean, you're pretty much all grown up, and it's like basically, I mean, you're going to work, so, which it, it really isn't that, that much different. But the fact that it is work and that everybody sitting next to you wants your job, 
I would, I'm probably a little more paranoid than you, but I don't know. I don't know how much I would like that. You know, definitely competition, right? Yeah, it is competition, but can't be afraid of competition. No, I guess that's one. That's one way of looking at it, right? So, but guys who are at your level, the one common thread that I always get from them is the thing that drives the thing that drives them nuts about pro ball is nobody ever tells them how they're doing. They don't say, "Hey, man, you're doing great. Man, you're lousy." Uh, no, nobody really ever says anything. Has that been your experience? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, I know the coaches just try to figure out how how you work and don't really say much until like basically like the next year. Well, the three point seven seven ERA is certainly very respectable. At, at this point, do you think their plans are you to ever to be a starter, reliever, mid reliever, or the pencil you in anywhere? Well, I know. Based off last year, I, uh, I threw one inning out of the bullpen, but then I had the rest of my outings were starts. So hopefully, I think I think they want me as a starter, but I really can't tell right now. Is there a difference in the way that you prepare mentally if you're a starter as compared to a reliever? Uh, yep. Uh, as a starter, you you know you have four four days in between outings. And as a reliever, you may throw every every day or every two two or three days. It's just it's a difference between a starter and a reliever. Just the thing. And now you don't get to wear that Golden Eagle uniform anymore, JC. Is it going to kill you next Friday seeing your mates out there, and, and you just have to sit there and watch? Yeah, it, it is. It hadn't sunk in yet that I won't be dressing up this Friday, but I guess once I once I finally see him and be able to watch it again from a different point of view it's going to be tough and see I didn't realize JC that part of a training for professional baseball as a pitcher is throwing ping pong balls into cups I didn't realize that that was <laughs> <laughs> that helps in the off season but apparently it does because I see a lot of pro players doing that so uh, <laughs> if that's the case you ought to be ready to go Joseph Charles Keys most people know him as JC Keys drafted by the Cincinnati Reds he's uh, number one in our hearts former Golden Eagle former Oak Grove Warrior Headed to spring training next week. Always good to talk to you, J.C. Take care. Thank you. All right. J.C. Keys looking forward to the Golden Eagle baseball opener next weekend. We're going to still try to talk to Tay Hardy of the Pearl River Wildcat basketball team. Might or might not work. And then Delta State football coach Todd Cooley with some interesting comments about the state of recruiting in college football today. Still to come on the Eagle Hour. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. This segment of the Eagle Hour brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill. We will be broadcasting live next Wednesday from 4th Street Bar and Grill. 
in the shadow of M.M. Roberts Stadium right across the 4th Street Bridge that goes over Highway 49. Southern Miss fans like to gather there all the time to share stories. It's amazing the older they get how more grandiose the stories become. A lot of the Southern Miss memorabilia on the wall, the best place in town to shoot pool and home of the 8.95 lunch and that menu rotates every single day. Old people, young people, fat people, skinny people, white people, black people, everybody there at uh, 4th Street Bar and Grill. Southern Miss fans place to pregame. In case you missed it earlier this week, Tay Hardy, the amazing point guard for Pearl River Community College, has verbally committed to Southern Miss. A big get for Jay Ladner and the Eagles, the Ellenwood, Georgia native Tay Hardy, averaging a little over 17 points a game. This kid shoots 55% from the field. He's a over an 84% free throw shooter. And from the three-point area, he's shooting 42%. This guy can handle the ball. He can shoot it. He can direct it. This guy is a pure point guard. Big news for Southern Miss to get Tay Hardy. Tay was scheduled to be on the show today, but because of a practice schedule change, couldn't make it. So we count on our old steady hand at the mic, Carrie Metzler of WRJW Radio, the radio voice of the Pearl River Wildcats, to join us. And, Carrie, as we welcome you to the Eagle Hour, I know you've seen Tay Hardy play every single game this year, and everybody uses the same phrase, big get for Southern Miss. Give us your thoughts about Tay Hardy. Well, Kelly, thanks for the opportunity to talk about a, a wonderful young man, first and foremost. And, uh, you yeah, know, if I'm Jay, Jay Ladner, Christmas came early twice. And uh, I actually uh, I text Jay congratulating him. Tay Hardy is a guy, and, you know, it's a cliche, but it's so true. He makes everybody around him better. Kelly, you've seen him play there uh, doing the public address announcing at Marvin R. White. The guy is just, it's like he's got the basketball on the string at times. And uh, he just creates situations. He can create situations for himself. Uh, you, you, know, you see emotion from him, the emotion most of the time is excitement when Somebody does something well, you know, good assist by somebody, but you hardly ever see him frustrated. That's the thing that's so amazing about me. And and off the court, of course, he's a 4-0 student, a computer science graduate, which fits well because of the great computer science program at Southern Miss for him to continue his education there. But Kelly, you seen it like I have, but I've watched him play every game this year. I've watched him practice quite a few times. The the guy just has this knack of understanding of the game. In fact, last night in the post game show. He talks about just that. You know, I've been playing this game a long time, and I understand. You know, he, he had a less than stay type game on the road at East Central. But then he comes back last night. As you saw, he clutched down the stretch, six for six free throws, couple of key assists, and hit a three ball that basically iced it for them. But uh, man, I tell you, Jay Ladner's just got to be so happy uh, to get this young man. He, he's going to be a, and I'll say not good. He's going to be a great ball player for Southern Miss. He brings them instant, instant. Offense. He's a great defender. A lot of steals. Uh, uh, Coach Oni told me this twice already this year. He's the best guard he's ever coached. Well, and and when you put together him with Isaiah Moore in the middle there, Isaiah Moore, his Pearl River teammate who has committed to St. John's, the two of them, in my opinion, pretty much uh, won the game in the in the late going. Not to take anything away from the other Pearl River players, because again, Pearl River in the latest Massey ratings, is the number one team in the country and remains the only undefeated team in the junior college ranks in the country. So if you haven't seen Pearl River play uh, and you're a basketball fan, you're cheating yourself. But again, Tay Hardy verbally committing to uh, Southern Miss. And one of the other things, Kerry Metzler, as we continue to talk about Tay Hardy, that it seems to me, besides the skill set that he brings to the table, Jane Ladner was in need, it seems to me, of somebody that 
already knows how to win. You know, you talk about changing the culture. We've got to change the basketball culture. We've got to get back to knowing what it's like to win. And that's all about Tay Hardy's ever done is win. Your thoughts? Well, Kelly, I couldn't have said it better. That's exactly what I was going to say. Here's a proven winner. Here's a guy who uh, Coach Oni basically has, you know, Tay's only playing about 18 minutes a game with those numbers you called out earlier. But here's a guy here that I think when he gets up to the next level and they play 25 minutes a game, maybe 27, and having this guy on the floor with his experience uh, his and true leadership. I mean, you know, leadership's a word. Kelly, you and I have been around a long time. But that word sometimes is just kind of thrown out there. True leadership. To me, you, you watch how a guy practices. You watch a team when they travel. You see how he responds to situations on and off the court. Tay Hardy brings that to the table. The other thing that, that just stands out to me is just this is a yes, sir, no, sir type guy. Uh, everything he does, he reminds me, I'm going to say this, go back a year. He reminds me of a Brandon Rochelle who's tearing up at Tulsa, a guy who just understands basketball. He's a junkie for basketball. He knows little things and knows what to say, what, how to direct traffic, and he's out there. You've seen it yourself at Marvin R. White. And that's an intangible you can't coach. He, he has that innate ability to basically just take over the game on the floor and, and, and kind of control the flow of the game at times. And when you ask Tay Hardy what, what his dream job is, besides playing basketball, get this now. A college basketball player, and I'm not saying it's, it's, it's out of the question, but it certainly is – out of the ordinary, he wants to develop computer software. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, oh, yeah. with all due respect to talented basketball guys, that's just not an answer. Would you agree, Kerry, that you get from many college basketball guys that they want to develop computer software? Well, and that's again, you know, he's a 4 student. That's what he studied. You know, he's taking all three rectors classes down at Pearl River to, to, to take that on at USM. And uh, I can see that with Tay. I mean, he's, and he's, He's, he's got this, I'll say it this way, Kelly, put things together. He, he, he pulls things together, and, and he thinks he, he's a process thinker. And when you interview him and you hear him talk, it's not just the quick emotion of the game. He thinks about everything he says. He knows the impact of that, you know, and uh, the way he talks about his teammates. It, it's true. I mean, it's genuine. And I can see that with him. Uh, this is a bright young man. I tell you, if, if folks, when – uh, the season ends wherever it ends for this uh, Pearl River team, and, and Tay Hardy becomes the Golden Eagle. The Golden Eagle nation are going to love Tay Hardy. They're going to fall in love with this guy off the court, on the court. Uh, a very, very steady guy. Uh, a guy who, I'm going to just say this, I, some, some other schools are, are, I'm sure, not happy that they missed out on Tay Hardy. Jay, Hart, uh, Jay Ladner did a great job recruiting this young man to get him to come to play basketball at USM. Yeah, and let's, let's pick up on that too, Kerry Metzler, because it's, it, Tay Hardy's the first kind of domino to fall. He's the first key get, I mean big get, for Jay Ladner. So with that domino now falling, does that, does that immediately now, for anybody, for anybody that doubted it, does that legitimize Jay Ladner now as, as a coach who's able to recruit? Well, I think it adds to it. I mean, I think Jay has, you know, uh, we all know he can coach. And let's talk about the recruiting. Jay, Jay has a great personality for those that have known him through his days at Stanislaus, his days at JCJC, the great job he did at Southeastern. He got kids to come to Southeastern that at that level you're like, man, how did he get this kid? And now I think you're right, Kelly. This is kind of raising the flag. Say, look, we're bringing this quality guy in. There's going to be some dominoes, as you said, with this. 
I would not be surprised if this class turns into two or three more guys that you're like, wow, he's coming to USM. Because when these, some of these guys, and these guys are all connected with social media and everything else, there's going to be somebody, and then I'm going to just make a bold statement, there'll be somebody in the next 60 days that's going to say, I'm going to USM. And I'm going to say it's a trickle effect of the, the Tay Hardy commitment to USM. It, it's a great, great thing for Southern Miss basketball. Kerry Metzler is the radio voice of the Pearl River Wildcats on WRJW Radio, and you can download uh, their app and follow the Wildcats. Just a few games left in the season. Pearl River has one home game left against Southwest. But the Wildcats, obviously, as we mentioned, undefeated in the driver's seat in the South Division. And I know, Kerry Metzler, as a pro, you, you call ball games win, lose, or draw, but it is always a lot more fun to follow a winner, isn't it? Well, it is, and I tell you what, you know, someone asked me the other night at East Central, we were down by five, and a friend of mine texted me and said, man, you don't, you, don't, you don't sound nervous. I said, well, what's going to be nervous about? This is a quality team. I said, I've seen them come back the last two years so many times. I've seen this team, you know, not in this situation. I said, and I was texting this while running some spots. I'm like, I'm excited to see what the second half brings to see how they respond to this adversity. And they responded well, and Kelly, you saw it last night. They responded well in a tough situation last night to a very quality Jones team. So, uh, yeah, it is fun to watch a team that's as good as this team. The thing that's probably the, and I'm going to say this, I enjoy the most about this is, is getting to know some of these guys off the court. They're just truly good young men. That's the thing I like about this team more than anything else. I can go down and list Rod, Rod Brown, the twins from Biloxi, the, you know, the, uh, Jerry on and Jerron. I mean, just go down the list, just quality, quality young men who are going to do great things on the court. And hopefully, great things in life later. Yeah, and they always they always uh, appeal to our sense of uh, of fair play too when they come up and, and ask us. And I know, Carrie, they've asked you this too. What was Franklin Dillon or Roosevelt like, right? <laughs> so. yeah. Well, he asked me one day. He saw one of my, my one of my notepads. He said, "Did you come, did you get that from Columbus or DeSoto?" I said, "No." I'm not. <laughs> Just a little little bit beyond those times, Carrie. Thanks for your insight. Always, Kelly, thank you for all the great stuff you do for sports in the South Mississippi, particularly for the Golden Eagle Hour. And Carrie Metzler, WRJW Radio, the radio voice of the Pearl River Wildcats. Tay Hardy, the outstanding point guard, and I mean a pure point guard as you're ever going to see, has verbally committed to Southern Miss. Great news for Jay Ladner and the Eagles. They are headed to... Western Kentucky tomorrow for a a 6.30 tip-off time at Bowling Green. When we come back, some comments from a Delta State football coach about the state of recruiting today in college football. This is a Southern Miss show, but I think you're going to love to hear what Coach Todd Cooley had to say when we return after this commercial break. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Kelly Sander at the First Bank Studios in Hattiesburg, along with engineer Jay Dalton Stanford Esquire, Bob Getty, and Luke Johnson. Off today, we'll be back in the studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel on Monday. Good luck to the Lady Eagles softball team that begins the season tonight. It's the opener for the Lady Eagles. They host Mississippi Valley tonight at 630 in the softball complex right off of uh, between 4th and 7th Street in Hattiesburg and then a, a 
game against St. Louis tomorrow. Doubleheader Sunday against St. Louis and Mississippi Valley. The Lady Eagles softball team begins the women's basketball team against Western Kentucky tomorrow at 4 at Reed Green Coliseum. Lady Eagles looking to snap a six-game skid. All right, it was National Signing Day on Wednesday, and as usual, the professor... Joined us yesterday, Patrick McGee from the Biloxi Sun-Herald to talk about Southern Miss's signing class. But Delta State coach Todd Cooley, in announcing his uh, signing class, was very happy with his class, but also went off when it came to something in recruiting that all coaches are being faced with in this modern age. Here's what, listen to what coach Todd Cooley at Delta State had to say. What I'm going to say about this class and about these guys real quickly is they they address needs and all that. But let me tell you what they do. They wanted to be at Delta State, okay? And I'm going to say a couple things that I want to get off my chest today, and then we can all go about our day, and I appreciate you listening to me. But I want guys that want to be at Delta State University, okay? We have a problem right now. I'm excited to get these guys. We had four guys in the last week and a half who decommitted from us. I don't even know if that's a real word. Me and Dana George talk about this every day. I don't think it's a real word. They decommitted from us. They were committed, and they decommitted. The reason why I love these guys, yeah, they can play football. Yeah, they got grades. They got all that. They stuck to their commitment. That's our problem nowadays. We have parents allowing kids to decommit. We have coaches allowing kids to decommit. I wasn't raised that way. That's not what we're going to do in this football program. So I want to thank them publicly for decommitting. Because it was not going to work with us. I can promise you that. We talk about the first thing in our program is we want to be men first. And our definition of being a man in Delta State football is real simple. Do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it. So if you commit, commit. That's the problem with what's going on with recruiting, and that's why it's getting hard. That's why these coaches are ready to go home and go to sleep right now because they're tired of getting off this roller coaster with these young men. Social media is taking over. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care what kind of graphics. I appreciate our people for putting out great-looking graphics and all that. Graphics have never won a football game, and they never will. But I appreciate y'all very, very much because everybody's got to have them nowadays. Next year, I think we all just put their name right there on a piece of paper, and that's who's coming because it doesn't matter. What's going to matter is what they do when they get here, and these guys have accepted the challenge to become better men and play at Dutch State University. That's why I love them, and that's why I love this class. So I now feel better. Got off my soapbox. Wow. I don't think it could be said any better than people who were even schooled to communicate. People like myself. It's a new era. Because when kids commit to schools, the schools plan on them being there and filling a hole and a need that that school has. So parents, don't let your kids commit until you know that they're going to be able to honor that commitment. And you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. But that's the way life is. Sometimes things don't work out. And that's what sports teach you, whether it's an individual sport or a team sport. Life is tough. You're going to have to deal with it. You're not always going to be able to decommit. And there's one game that you can never decommit with. And that's the game of life. Interesting words from Delta State football coach Todd Cooley, and he's being lauded today by a lot of people for having the guts to stand up in a public forum and say, it's not right. And what will it mean for the future? 
for the game of football and anybody else that commits and then finds out it's not going to be exactly what they thought it would be. Well, what's Forrest Gump say about the box of chocolates? Sometimes never know what you're going to get. So kudos to Delta State coach Todd Cooley. Good luck to the Eagle golf team. They're headed to the Mobile Authority Intercollegiate this weekend as they begin the spring season. They'll have some nice temperatures, but uh, really gusty winds down in Mobile to deal with. Tennis teams will be playing Delta State. Both men and women play Delta State tomorrow. Then Sunday, the men will take on UAB. And thanks to our guests today, Elliot Pratt from the Bowling Green Daily News, who is the beat writer for Western Kentucky. He actually went to Western Kentucky, so getting to cover the Hilltoppers for him, quite a treat. The Hilltoppers beating La Tech last night to up the record to 15-8 and overall, 8-3 and in the conference. They'll take on the Eagles now tomorrow night at 6.30. The Eagles going into that game 7-17, and 3-8 and overall. J.C. Keyes joined us. J.C. Keyes, the former Southern Miss pitcher, uh, property of the Cincinnati Reds. Now, he's heading to spring training for about a month, he said, and then they'll let him know where he's going to be. Maybe Dayton, Ohio. He thinks Dayton, Ohio, and that'll be low A ball for the Cincinnati Reds. Carrie Metzler joined us. We hope we're going to really effort Tay Hardy to try to get him on this. He was, he was scheduled to be on the show today, but they had to change their practice schedule at Pearl River. So hopefully we'll get to talk to Tay Hardy next week. And then some really insightful comments from Delta State football coach Todd Cooley. That's where we are in recruiting today and the decommitting and all those sorts of things. Thank you for letting us be ourselves on the radio. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson will rejoin us on Monday. Hopefully there will be a lot of W's to talk about for the Southern Miss sports teams that are in action this weekend. For Engineer Dalton Stanford, I'm Kelly Sanner. Until we talk to you again on Monday and to all of our sponsors, it's Southern Miss to the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.